It's time now for Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that shares stories from inspiring people, from a wide range of expert guests, all focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Gina Gardner is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, business coach, and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely You, and has over 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power, personally and professionally. Fact, we all love video doorbells. Voice assistants have changed our lives. We now control our home with a touch. Indoor and outdoor cameras help us keep watch. We want to guard our lives and hold tight to our loved ones everywhere. And you know what's better than all these things by themselves? All these things together from the most trusted name in security, ADT. Meet Norm. He lives with anxiety. But with the help of this latest innovation from Be Normal, he can be normal, just like everyone else. With the swipe of a finger, you can project happiness, confidence, machismo. Why settle for being real when you can be normal? The Normal Maker, new from Be Normal. This item doesn't really work because there's no such thing as normal. We're all different. What we like, how our brains work. In fact, one in five of us live with mental illness. Don't filter who you are. Start by talking to someone you trust. And remember, there is no normal. And now, here's your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there, and welcome to Gina Gardner and Friends, a radio show where I share with you the amazing friends that I have. And I'm really thrilled to be able to invite Rob Deptford to join me today. Hi, Rob. Thanks very much for coming on the show. Hi, Gina. Thanks so much for inviting me. I think this will be fun. It's, well, we've got so much information. We're talking just before the show, folks, to how are we going to condense it into 25 minutes? But I think what we'll have to do is to uh, have, have you back. But before we start, let me just tell you a little bit about, uh, about Rob. With broadcast journalism at Rob's foundation and more than 20 years of public speaking for marketing purposes under his belt, Rob understands what it takes to turn yourself on for maximum impact in the spotlight. He teaches his presentation expertise. He's authored a book to help others gain confidence on camera, and he applies his skills in his own online business endeavors every day in order to grow his personal brand. And his being on this show is just one example of how you can have a presence in the digital landscape. So, Rob, I know that I'm very excited to be part of it, but one of your developments is that of Strato School. So tell our listeners, what is Strato School and what's the aim for that over time? Well, Strato School, I think Strato School is nearly a year old now, which is hard for me to believe. Uh, time certainly does fly when you're having fun, as they say. But Strato School came about as a way to uh, create something different in the online space in terms of education delivery, um, different than your typical big uh, marketplace platforms that are out there, uh, and maybe something that would provide some more niche opportunities for people that are looking for something a little bit different. And how it's evolved is it really is serving a community of people who uh, I think at this point in time, uh, having been through the pandemic and, and still going through the pandemic in many areas, uh, people have had an opportunity to sort of reassess their values um, and have really understood now how important it is to live much more holistically and prioritize things in their life that maybe they didn't before. So it's not just work 
you know, it's work play, uh, it's it's the important things in life uh, aside from just the the rat race, so to speak, uh, that maybe people have been involved in pre-pandemic. So Strato School uh, offers a variety of different niche trainings, some of which you are a part of, and I'm grateful for that because you do a terrific job. Uh, and uh, and we're compiling those things and offering them to our audience and uh, and growing every day. It's interesting, isn't it? That for me, you know, education is something that I am really passionate about, and people taking responsibility for their own learning gives them a platform from which to to develop, evolve, grow. Um, and I think that it's a lifelong thing, you know you don't stop when you leave school in many ways you start your education when you leave school and I say that having been a principal for 20 years so what made you decide that it needed to be different well I think what we recognized was there was a gap in the market um, and even pre-pandemic I had been as you know talking about how important it was to look at these other areas of life and when I was doing coaching I used a tool called a balance wheel quite a bit with clients and, uh, and that enables you to sort of rank different areas of your life by uh, how much of a priority it is. So whether it's work or family or money or health, you know, all of these different areas of life. Um, and, and what I sort of discovered going through that process with clients was, you know, there are a lot of people who need to change their focus and bring some of these other areas into their life. And well, how could I do that? In a time of a growing digital era, what I call the digital first business era, uh, it only made sense to me to look at how could we deliver this online in a way that we could make it accessible to a lot of different people. And then as it turned out, everybody went online all at once when we had the yeah. pandemic appear. Uh, and so we now are in a position where we've got a tool that, uh, that really is what needs to be in place for people, not just what people might like to have. Isn't it interesting how many people said, no, you can't work from home before the pandemic, um, that we haven't got the technology, we haven't got the security, we can't do this, we haven't got that. And the world has shifted hugely. And I don't suppose there are many businesses, well, those that are ignoring the digital world are giving themselves a huge dis disadvantage unless you happen to be in a very practical um, uh, business but even then how do you let people know that you're a cleaning company or a care company or whatever so why do you think it is so important for people to become adept and confident about using the digital space well it's where people are going if they're not already there and it's not that old traditional business practices are bad they're certainly still working just fine in many industries um, but it, if you look at the habits of young people in particular, I, you know, I watch my kids and doing everything that they do day to day on their smartphones. Uh, that's their world. Yeah. Um, the and theory that they've evolved different thumbs because however much I, I think I, so, <laughs> I can't text using my thumbs. I have to use a finger. So slow in comparison, but they, yeah, I think that their their world is so different, isn't it? It really is. They, if you think about it this way, they don't know a world without the internet. Um, and that to me, when I reflect on that is, is really quite shocking to the system at times, I guess it makes me feel old. <laughs> 
but um, but it's their reality. Yeah. And so everything they do is in that space. Uh, it's normal for them. And if businesses don't adapt to be able to provide for this group that is moving into the marketplace now as future customers, uh, they're they're going to have a tough time. So it's not about dropping the old ways. It's about also incorporating these new ways. Um, and uh, and some companies are doing a good job of it. Others have some work to do, let's say. Isn't it interesting? I My school was one of the first schools in the country to get computers. And when it arrived, it was the size of a dining room table. <laughs> yes. It had um, reams of paper. You couldn't have single sheets of paper, which had holes on the side, and it would spew these things out across the classroom. And it had less facility than the cheapest, le least powerful phone that we have today. I mean, Isn't you know, it amazing? I think now of, of you know, what things can do. You know, your phone... You know, who would have thought that your phone would have been your camera, your video, your calculator, your torch, everything. 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 It's just amazing. But it still can't do the ironing. Not so far. No. Not so far. It's helpful in terms of finding instructions on how to do ironing. Yes. But... <laughs> I'd rather not find those. We're going to have to go to a, to a short break. Um, and when we come back, we're going to look at, you know, how to, if you are not digitally confident, you know, what are the things that people need to bear in mind in order to help them become confident and competent users of the digital um, arena, if you like. So don't go away, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. One day, I'll teach chemistry to kids. I'm going to be an architect. My dream is to be a chef. This is a world of possibilities. A world in which people who put their minds to something can really make a difference. My goal is to help the environment. Someday I'll find a cure for cancer. At the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Federal Student Aid, we believe that aspiring minds can achieve anything. So we dedicate ourselves to making sure everyone has an opportunity to go to college. Each year, we provide more than $150 billion in grants, loans, and work-study funds making higher education possible for anyone at any stage of life. I can go back to college. I can change careers. I can make a difference. Federal Student Aid, proud sponsor of the American Mind. Learn more about Money for College at studentaid.gov. Those were the days. A little risk never scared us. Hands tight, plans loose. We'd cruise down drags with our favorite bands. We bought good times with loose quarters. And every night, we had standing dates with the same friends. Life was simpler back then. We hustled, we bumped, we bus stopped. Smoked all the time. If that was you then, get your lungs screened now. Visit screenyourlungs.org today. Welcome back. 
So my guest, Rob Deptford, who is a supreme expert in terms of all things digital, why we've talked about that you need to embrace the digital um, uh, landscape, particularly if you're in a business, but perhaps it's an area that people have, have let other people get on with. They're not confident about using the digital um, range of things. They might use a computer, but for example, they feel very diffident behind a, you know, in front of a camera, or using some of the software that um, that that is a, so easily available. What would you say to them, um, those people listening who are avoiding it because it feels so scary? Well, it's interesting because. When we talk about um, public speaking, which is when, you, when we think about people making video for online purposes, it essentially is a form of public speaking. And, um, you know, a lot of people really do fear public speaking. Uh, but when we think about it, and we really drill down, it's not really public speaking that people fear. It's more likely the fear of judgment. Uh, of going out there and actually performing, giving your speech, and you know, you wonder how are people going to react? Am, am I going to be a miserable failure at this? Uh, and that really uh, turns people off, I think. And there are ways to get around that. Um, and it's not picturing the audience in their underwear, as they, as you know, that's the advice we seem to get. <laughs> But it really comes down to knowing what you're going to say and, and understanding how you're going to deliver it to your audience, given the format that you have. And online, it's likely going to be in video. And the reason people need to do this is because it provides a tremendous advantage for businesses, not only large businesses that already have established brands, but uh, if we think about consultants or coaches or you know, people who do things like you and I do, we, we need to have some mechanism to establish some authority in our industry and really grow our personal brand. And there has never been a, an easier way to do that than what we have available now in the digital space and the content creation that we can do for different platforms to make ourselves known out there. And that's what's going to earn trust with an audience. And it's what's eventually going to lead to sales for people like us in smaller businesses. Uh, because let's face it, you're probably more likely to buy something, a service or a product from somebody you recognize because maybe you've seen them on you know, Facebook or LinkedIn or other platforms, YouTube, um, or you've had a referral to somebody's content from somebody, much more likely to buy from those people than you know, somebody who is a, a stranger and maybe has no digital presence. So we have to get into this, this habit of creating content, creating video in particular, because it allows people to make a connection like we're doing here, uh, or audio, right? Because this is an audio format for this particular program, and that works really well also. Uh, it's convenient, right? You can listen to it in your car and so forth. Um, and use those tools to, to reach out to your specific audience. I think that's so true. I think back to when I started Genuinely You, my previous business, which is still running, Gina Gardner Associates, was all about face-to-face. -face. And if it, uh, for those coaching clients who were abroad, it was on the telephone. Um, the technology came in where you, Skype was the first one that I used, uh, where you could actually see people. But now there's so many different choices in terms of how you can interact with people, whether that's WhatsApp or 
or um, is it Telegraph is another one, um, any number of different platforms. And I find it quite amusing during lockdown how people, you could tell people who were used to using it and people who weren't. People who were used to using it had a mind to their background. You know, what was behind them in the room? People who weren't used to it, you know, the washing might be um, in the background. And sometimes, well, Purcell's probably an English uh, washing powder, but, but you know, they, were, they weren't as white as one would might like them to be, um, or they weren't, weren't dressed appropriately. But those who were used to turning up on video conferences and so on would be, um, be obviously much more confident. And for me, it's, it's like anything that's new. When you first start to use it, it feels uncomfortable. But the more you use it, the more you learn and the more you recognize, you know, what the tricks and, uh, are of the trade and how to, uh, how to improve the outcome of what you're doing. Yeah, and I think, you know, you touched on something there with uh, the concept of the washing going in the background and things like that. I have videos that have those kinds of things happening. The Actually, my laundry room is just around the corner from my studio space here. Uh, I've got it fairly well soundproofed, but sometimes you hear things. Uh, we have a dog who will bark on occasion in the middle of uh, an audio production or a Zoom meeting or, you know, these are things that happen when you're working, uh, when you're working from home, as many of us have discovered over the last couple of years. Um, but the, the thing about that is this happens to everyone. This is, this is living. This is everyday life. And it's relatable. So there's a time and a place for the formal presentations. If you're on stage doing a TED Talk or you know, if you're delivering at a conference someplace, that's fine. Then that's the place for something that's a little bit more polished and prepared and formal. But when we're doing things even like this and you know, your, your, your child maybe walks into the space or your pet. Uh, I think we've, we've become much more comfortable with that idea because it is normal. It is what people have happen every day. Um, and, uh, and so we're not, we're not sort of seen as, as somebody who is separate from the rest of the world and the rest of society. Uh, we blend in and uh, we can be accepted that way. And as I say, much more relatable. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It, it doesn't has to be appropriate um, to do the job. I mean, I don't know if people can hear the difference, but at the beginning of this show, suddenly there was a downpour of rain and you could hear it on the roof. Um, it's gone now and, and now it's quiet. As you say, it's part of life. And I think it's a, a part of it for me is about getting relaxed. Although I have to say, I've seen one or two things where people have been just too relaxed. So on one occasion, there was a guy in his bed in his pajamas with his chest hanging out. Um, and I thought to myself, you know, I'm going to see this guy at networking meetings, and I'm never ever going to be able to see him other than in his lying in his bed drinking a cup of tea on his Zoom meeting. They obviously hadn't thought about what he looked like from uh, from the the viewer's point of view, um, <laughs> which did make me smile. So if you are thinking about your business and that you want your business to develop um, a, a known brand over a, a broad geographical area, how would you suggest people get started? 
Well, con content is king, as they say. So for people who are unfamiliar with the digital digital space, pick a platform. You know, a lot of people are on Facebook and have been for years. Um, maybe that's not the place to be for business as much these days, depending on the type of business. Uh, demographics are shifting with all the different platforms available, but certainly look at Facebook and LinkedIn and YouTube. Um, and, and, you know, TikTok and Instagram, those things have their place as well. If uh, if I'm a, a business, if I'm a, a bakery, for example, um, Instagram might be the place to be because it's very visual friendly. Uh, if I can take photos of the different creations that I've, I've baked in my shop, um, that can work really well in terms of you know, spreading the word about the good work that I do. So I think pick something that you're most comfortable with. And, uh, and start creating a little bit of content, write articles if you want to, uh, take, take photos, create videos, do something, um, and, and just get started. And the more you increase your digital footprint, which is something that I know people have hesitated with in, in years past because we worry about privacy and things like that, and I get it. Um, but it's a question of do the benefits outweigh the risks. And I think for business purposes, absolutely they do. So just pick something and start growing that digital footprint. Brilliant. Thank you. We're going to have to go to another break. So please don't go away. We're going to carry on the conversation when you get back. When the world's endangered animals need help most, when their lives are at greatest risk, when they would otherwise be lost, the International Fund for Animal Welfare is there. Taking action to rescue the animals we love, to protect them and their threatened natural habitats. See how you can help animals and people thrive together at joinifall.org. <laughs> what is it, Julia? Why are you so excited, honey? Oh, oh hey, do, you, do you want to use your talker? <laughs> With Julia's autism, using a talker can help her find the words she wants to say. My God. Oh, you want to do something with Rose, Julia? Play ball. Do you want to play catch with Rose? Oh. I think Rose is excited to play catch, too. Oh, Julia, you show us so many different ways to talk together. Oh, and play. Good catch, Rose. Okay, give, give Julia the ball. There you go. Okay, throw the ball, Julia. For Julia's family, early screening for autism made a lifetime of difference. Find out more at screenforautism.org. Hey, okay, Julia, there you go. Oh, another good throw. That's the way. At the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Federal Student Aid, we provide more than $150 billion each year in grants, loans, and work-study funds, making higher education possible for anyone. Federal Student Aid, proud sponsor of the American Mind. Learn more at studentaid.gov. I'd like to spend the last part of the show going back to Strutter School and what people can find there now and what the dream is for Strutter School, because it's developing all the time. New stuff is being loaded on um, day by day, isn't it? It really is. I think we're up to 12 or 13 different training bundles, as we call them. So uh, a pretty good compilation of different uh, different areas for people to explore. 
Um, and you're right, it's everything. It's, uh, it's anything from money management to you know, spiritual development and uh, lifestyle, uh, or let's call it a lifestyle renovation. Um, you know, lots to choose from there and more to come. And certainly I know the two areas that I've been involved with is around enlightened leadership and developing leadership. And also the work uh, around empaths and helping empaths step into their power and, and find their purpose. And it, one of the things that I think is quite appealing is that it's very conversational. It's, it isn't um, you know, sitting in front of a blackboard and trying to take on, on board you know, lessons in the old accepted sense, but the sort of thing that you can listen to as you're walking or you're driving. Um, and you know, just allow that, that conversational training to, um, to be part of, of your thinking process as you go and you can revisit. How do people find it? And you know, how would people engage with Strato School? So stratoschool.com is probably the easiest way to find uh, what's there now. Um, and uh, it really is quite simple. Uh, we've got a, a very simple sign-up process for the different training bundles. You can pick and choose from what's there now. Um, and, uh, and once you're in, uh, you'll have an opportunity to enter a, a portal, essentially, where you can see uh, which training bundles you have taken and which you have not taken. And so uh, you'll be able to, to go through whatever you choose once you're into the ecosystem, so to speak. And, um, and most of what's there now, I think all of what's there currently is audio conversational training, as, as you mentioned. Um, there is some video in the pipeline that's coming as well, which a lot of people expect from other platforms if they've had experiences on um, you know, Udemy or Coursera or some of the other big marketplace platforms. A lot of that is video content. But we did the audio piece on purpose uh, because it is convenient and because it's much like this program. It's people having a conversation about their expertise and it's very easily digestible. Um, and, uh, and I think there was a need for that um, because it wasn't necessarily provided in, on, on some of the other platforms. So uh, yeah, lots there now, lots to come. Uh, it's very exciting. It is. I think one of the reasons why audio works so well is that people are very time stretched. And so it's one of those things where you can you can be driving and listening. You can be jogging or walking and listening. You can be doing the ironing um, and, and listening. And so your focus can be um, on what you're learning, but at the same time, you can be going through getting on with life. Um, whereas as with a video, you've got to sit down, haven't you? And you've got to um, be there and watch it. And it ties you to that one place. So... For me, it's the capacity for you to choose how you're going to use it, for me, is so much greater. Yeah, I agree. And I think, I think there are some things where the video is necessary. If I'm teaching you how to change the spark plugs in your car, well, we yeah. need to show some images. Uh, but there are certainly many subjects where uh, you know, the audio really serves the purpose well. Um, and so we'll have a good variety of those things. It sounds great. Now, you, you talked about the, um, the programs that you um, have developed to help people um, grow in confidence and competence. Just talk us through what those are. 
So we, we've got some different things where um, essentially we're teaching people how to present. And uh, we, we mentioned earlier uh, a little bit about the differences between where you might have some formal presentation situations and some more informal things. So we, we cover a wide range of different types of presentations to grow your personal brand and increase your industry authority. Um, and um, Get On Camera was how it started. The name of the program was Get On Camera. Um, and I think getoncamera.com is still active and it just redirects you to Strato School where a lot of that Get On Camera programming is, is now housed. Um, but we're evolving that into present like a pro where we cover not just creating video, but uh, presenting well on stage, presenting well on audio and uh, covering the gamut, right? Where you can have conversational things like this and where even me as a presentation trainer, I'm full of ums and ahs and things because it's much more casual, but also talking about what do you do if you're presenting the TED Talk where you know you've got 18 minutes max, mm -hmm. you've got a time limit and you have to get through things and really be polished and really make sure you cover everything well. Um, and there's there's a need for that, so we're uh, we're expanding that, and that'll be at robertdepford.com. People will they'll be able to find that as soon as we have that expanded program available. So sadly, we are almost um, out of time now. Um, I knew this would go by quickly. Well, you'll just have to come <laughs> back because there's so much in the pipeline. Rob, thank you so much for joining me on the show. As always, it's a huge pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. We always have good conversations, so I look forward to the next one, whenever that may be. Me too. Thank you. And thank you so much for listening. Uh, do tune in to the next Gina Gardner and Friends. It's been a pleasure to have you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that helps you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. To learn more about Gina Gardner, go to genuinely-u.com. If you would like to work with Gina or book her as a speaker, email her at gina at genuinely-u.com.